Amen? Amen. All right. Well, if you noticed, my son, Chad, and his wife, Margaret, they haven't been here for two Sundays. And people are asking me, where are they? Margaret fell in the Walmart parking lot and broke her arm. She has three fractures in her shoulder and forearm, and she's in excruciating pain. But, you know, they don't put a cast on that. They, you know all about that, don't you? <laughs> so um, pray for her, please. Also, Bonnie, Pastor Bonnie, her mother died, and that's why she's been missing. She's in Tennessee. The funeral was yesterday, and, um, of course, they're grieving, and they miss her. Doris Blaylock, now Doris Bowers, she was a great leader in this church for years and years and years and years and years. Right, Sharon? <laughs> and uh, so she also had a season where she was leading the women of the church, and it was probably one of our most powerful times in the women's ministry. So uh, we remember her with love and honor. So if you are a guest today and have never been here before, I feel sorry for you. No, <laughs> <laughs> we've actually had people come in and leave <laughs> because we're a little crazy here because we love Jesus so much. We just let it all hang out, don't we? <laughs> No religion. Oh, God hates that spirit. Yeah. So anyway, today's Bible class was led by Tristan Davison. You did an awesome job of opening up the story about the Good Samaritan. It was excellent, and we loved it. Yeah, he poured in the oil and the wine. Y'all remember that old song, don't you? And next Sunday... Again, we have the great teaching of Gino Maini. Hold up your hand. <laughs> Amen. Uh, people have been asking about Jane Hyatt and Barbara and the Ark. Uh, as I said last week, they evacuated the property. They have five buildings and a huge piece of property. And they were in a bomb shelter for eight days and eight nights. And it was horrible. And there were 400 other people in there. And it was just horrible, according to Barbara. And if anybody remembers um, when the people were in the Superdome in New Orleans, I, I, that was horrible. So I, I've never been through that. Zosh has been in a bomb shelter in England during the war. Her mother took her and her siblings into a bomb shelter, and it was a terrifying thing. So please remember them in Ukraine. Right now, a church in Kiev, um, they provided for them to go on, get on a train, go to Poland. And as they were going to Poland, the siren would blare. They'd hear the bombs. The trains would stop, of course. So that was the pattern all the way to Poland. But they finally got to Germany where they're safe. But... You know, when you're not in your own safe and secure place, so be in prayer. And um, TLC men and TLC women will again gather for fun, food, fellowship, and God's word this coming Thursday. Ladies, men, this coming Thursday, March 17, 
And Linda Roberts, you have been doing a great series. We really appreciate it. I hope you don't mind me giving your testimony. But <laughs> Linda had cancer. And she found this alternative type uh, a doctor and process of healing. She's now healed in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> but she took that same process that she learned to get her healing and she's been teaching us women so that we won't get cancer even so we could be healthy and and have our bodies full of strong immunization so uh, we appreciate that so bring a bag dinner and a guest and men and women will meet back there in the classrooms i don't know who's leading it for the men tristan or gino i don't know so take your pick <laughs> Just, they're pointing at each other. <laughs> now, you know, be sure to check the prayer list in the announcement sheet because if you want your teaching on the Good Samaritan, if you want to know what's going on with your neighbors, check the prayer list. Check the praise list. Um, in Ephesians 6, it says to pray at all times for all saints, for everything. So get busy. You got a lot to do. And now we get to worship some more with our tithes and offerings. And we thank you, Lord, for all that you give us. We thank you. I thank you for the clothes on my back and the shoes on my feet, Lord God. And we, we right now pray for those who do not have. We ask you to intervene and meet all of their needs according to your glorious scriptures in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're so thankful. Just in your heart, tell them how thankful you are. And God loves a cheerful giver. All the glory, Lord. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feel? Cause shame's done all its steel. And you're desperate for some healing. Let me tell you about my Jesus. Tell you about my Jesus. Let my Jesus. 
Jesus, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. If that ought not to change your life, I don't think anything will. Hallelujah. Yeah, changing clothes. We're going to stick right here for just a little bit. Changing clothes. Uh, dear God, we thank you today that uh, we can come in here, we can listen to your word, we can worship, we can worship in prayer and song. And Father, we can go out today different. That we'll take a piece of you with us today, we'll take it out the door, and we'll put it to work. God, thank you for your son, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Changing clothes. We're going to be talking about changing clothes today. It's going to be in Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, but we're going to just stick right here with this title for a minute, because I'm going to do just a couple of verses today. And my hope is that this will make some positive change in your life. And if you're already good to go and don't need any changes, my hope is this will just be a reminder for you. But if you're like most of us, you might could use a little bit of work here or there in your life. I know that I can. Hallelujah. Um, so, and I don't really, I'm really not where I want to be in my life, so... I'm going to be listening closely to what I say today, changing clothes. Uh, have you got some clothes that you just really, really feel comfortable in? Like it was cool this morning. I saw some folks wearing in some really comfortable clothes. Looked like they had had them for a long time. I've got a red flannel and a green flannel, and I just kind of really, really like them. They just feel good. 
you get accustomed to them. A pair of pants or a shirt, maybe a hat. It kind of can define you how you dress. It gives you a certain look. And you might like it. Or like an old pair of shoes. I can remember my father had tie-on shoes like I have. And I never realized it, but he would slip out of them. And he would slip in them. And he wouldn't have to touch it with his hand. Yeah. And now I like them. They're comfortable. I don't want to get rid of them. You can get so comfortable with them, with your clothes, your shoes, that you don't want to change them. And clothes can be a lot like our lives if you think about it. We can get comfortable with our lives. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Yeah. We can get comfortable with our old habits. We can kind of get real comfortable with our mannerisms. We, we can get comfortable in our thought processes. Maybe we don't want to change them. Maybe we don't want to alter them. We can get real comfortable with our language, how we talk, what we say. And we can get real comfortable with the way that we see people. Tristan talked about it this morning, the person that was robbed the victim in the Good Samaritan story. We can look at that person and we can walk by. And we can walk by and we can let them sit. Because we see them different. We can get comfortable with that. And clothes can be like our friends. The places they go, our friends, the things that they do, we can get comfortable with that. We can accept them in a group, and we can get in that group in their hangouts. We can get real comfortable in their hangouts. It's just the way we used to do things. We can get comfortable. And you see, God can throw a monkey wrench into your comfort level. Has anybody here ever experienced that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he can throw a, a monkey wrench into your experience. And even after he throws a monkey wrench in our experience, we can put back on that old fleece jacket and cover us back up with it. We can put it back on after maybe we had taken it off. Listen to what Ephesians 4, through 24 says. We're going to just take these verses apart for a little bit. I hope you glean out of them what I glean out of them. I hope you can get something out of this today that you can use that will make you better, that will bring you to the next level. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Former way of life, the old self, the old clothes. It's a before and an after. You see, you can 
be around a group of friends, I know that I can. I can get around a group of old buddies of mine, and before long, and it could be a Sunday afternoon after preaching, and before long, out of nowhere, I, I can start talking like them and acting like them. It's so easy to put it back on, that former way of life, that old self. You can slide right back into the old jargon. You can ease right back onto these old, old patterns. It's really easy. It's easy to get back sometimes. They call it back sliding. You can get there. You see, God wants us to put off this old man or woman, this old self. He says in the scripture that the old is getting corrupted, deprived or destroyed is what it means. It's, it's dying. What does a doctor do with dead flesh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't want dead flesh. That's right. He cuts it off. I had some corrupted flesh the other day, actual flesh. Uh, the doctor, she froze some of it. And the other, she got a scoop, like a little small ice cream scoop. And she said, this won't hurt much. <laughs> and she scooped a scoop off my leg and off my face and off my back and off my arm. It was bad flesh. It was, it was the old self that was corrupted, that was dying. See, God wants us to get rid of the old. He wants us to take off the old man. He wants us to put it behind us, knowing good and well it's easy to get back on. Here's another comparison. Ephesians 4, just a few verses down, 31 through 32. It says, get rid of all bitterness. Don't tell me you're bitter. Is it easy to get bitter? Get rid of all rage and anger, brawling and slander among every form of malice. And it says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ has forgiven you. I've had people say, I just say what I think. You've seen them. You've heard them. You may have been one. I, I don't sugarcoat it. I tell it like it is. If someone makes me mad, I just tell them. They better not get in my way. If they get in my way, I'm going to mow them over. They deserve it. I will never, I don't have to. That's their problem. See, this can be a pattern of behavior that you can repeat it over and over and over. It's like shooting free throws. The more you do it, the better you get. It's called practice. And you know what practice makes? Practice makes perfect. You get back into these old patterns, these old ways, these old thoughts, these old actions, these old attitudes. You slip back into those nice, comfortable clothes that you don't even have to tie the shoes. You just slip them on. That's how easy it is. Colossians 3, 8 through 10 says this. But now you must also rid yourself of all things. As these, anger and rage and malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Don't lie to each other, 
since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is renewed in knowledge and the image of Christ. Yeah, practice makes perfect. Muscle memory, repetitive behavior. These are examples of what God does not want for our life. He doesn't want, he wants us to take it off and put it on. Take it off and put it on. Remember there was a movie with Will Smith's son in it, Karate Kid. And he was being taught karate and he was a recalcitrant, bad attitude kid. And he would take off his jacket when he would walk in and throw it down. Just clutter up his room. And so the, the trainer told him, pick it up. Put it on. Take it off. Hang it up. And he had this peg he hung it on. Take it off. Put it on. Take it off. Hang it up. And he did it over and over until the kid got so frustrated. But then he realized the light came on, that what he was doing was a move. It was part of taking off and putting on. You see, God wants us to perfect this taking off the old man and putting it on. I I wish you could just take off the old man and put it on a hanger and stick it in the closet. Because I would have done that years ago if I could have done it. But, but something happened. I enjoyed the smell of it and the feel of it. I liked the texture of it. I remembered how good it looked, and so it's easy to put it back on. And it's harder to take it back off. It's like changing your clothes. Take off, put on, old, new, darkness, light, unforgiveness, forgiveness, dirty, clean, eternal life, eternal damnation. You got to take off the old, the bad. You got to put on the new. Listen to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away. They've died. They're dead. They stink. They smell. Behold, all things have become new. It's funny how we can be a new creation in Christ and something old just comes back us up. It says old things have passed away. Then why does the old come back? Because we might be comfortable with it. Like an old set of clothes. Maybe we haven't totally changed our clothes. See, I'm trying to get you to see that you change your clothes, you take off the old, you put on the new, and it becomes a pattern. It's just like when you get up in the morning. You sleep in your pajamas, but you don't go to work in your pajamas. You take them off. Because it's not appropriate to wear your pajamas to work. And you put on the new clothes. And you get home. And you want to get out of those shoes and you want to take those pajamas or those work clothes off. 
you want to get into your comfortable clothes again. It's just taking on, taking off, putting on, taking off, putting on. You've got to realize that the behaviors that we can get back into, the thought processes that we can get back into are just like clothes. We've got to change them. And you don't just change clothes one time and you're done. You change clothes all the time. You're always changing your clothes. We've always got to work on changing our attitudes, changing our behaviors, changing our places we are, changing the people we hang around, changing the thought processes. We've got to think positive and godly, and we've got to stop thinking negative and ungodly. We've got to hang around people that will bring us up and quit hanging around people that will drag us down. We've got to make a decision that we are going to walk with Christ or we're going to walk away. You can't walk in the middle. You're either walking with or you're walking away. You've got to change your clothes. You've got to change your clothes. Changing clothes is a pattern. It's expected. A lot of people, even at work, when they work at home, you know, we got this work at home thing going on now. A lot of people, the whole economy has changed. And people that are successful that work at home have said this. When they get up in the morning, they don't just work in their pajamas. They, they put clothes on. Not just because they're liable to be on a Zoom meeting or a Teams meeting, but because it changes their mindset. I love cooking, and I love eating. I love going out to eat. I love going out to eat when I can put some nice clothes on. You, you know what I'm saying? Are you feeling it? Like when you get to go to a nice place, you put a sports jacket on. You walk in, and other people are dressed nice. It makes you feel good. It changes your attitude. You go in there expecting to have a good meal. You're dressed up. Your family's there. When you put on Jesus Christ, when you stick those clothes on, you should feel different. It should be special. You should be saying, yeah. And you should come to Christ expectantly. When you take off those old clothes, especially clothes that you know what you've done in, in them. Yeah. You know what you've done in those clothes. Is it judgment? Is it hate? Is it anger? Is it the way you've treated somebody? Is it prejudice? Is it worse than that? Maybe apathy? What does Jesus say? Be either hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. Maybe you're just lukewarm. Or maybe those clothes represent something to you. And when you feel them and you wear them, there's guilt associated with it. Take those clothes off. God is not a God of condemnation. Just take them off.
Romans 6, 6 says this, For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be a slave to sin. You see, crucifixions, sometimes they take time. It's not like the electric chair. When you are crucified with Christ, that death, it, it sometimes takes a little while. That those habits, that they may take a little while to get rid of. That those thoughts, when you see somebody on the street, not just the one in the car in front of you on the cell phone, not just that one. But the person on the street who's in the ditch. Yeah, the man paid the price. He gave him two denarius, the good Samaritan. He gave it to the innkeeper. And he left. And he says, and when I come back, I'll pay everything. I'll come back. I'll come back. We, we got to reset. We got to reboot. Just as sure as we take our clothes off and put our clothes back on, we take those clothes off, we put on the righteousness of Christ. And sometimes it stinks. I'll bet you've been around some, someone that didn't smell good. I've dealt with a lot of homeless folks in my life who've been down on their luck. Folks that didn't have another option. They didn't have a home. They were just wanting a shower or some clean bed clothes. You see, the old self can stink. We got to start somewhere. Our scripture says to take off the old man that his self is decaying. And we got to put on the new man, the new self that was created to be like God. So here's where you start every day. Here's where you start. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve. Some versions say to prove, test and prove what God will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will. You've got to take off the old clothes. You've got to put on the new clothes. You've got to put on Christ. And you've got to give that a chance. And it will prove to you that it will make a difference in your life. People that are successful, they think successful. It starts in their mind, and they do it daily. People say, well, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, let me tell you what you need to do then. You need to push that bed up against a wall. And you can't get up on the bad side of the bed. You can only get up on the good side of the bed. You've got to take some action for changing your life. Put up a side of the wall. And do what this verse in Colossians says. Colossians 3.10 and have to put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, in the image of his creator. Put off, put on, changing clothes. Put on the new self, which is being renewed. Galatians says this, Galatians 3.27, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with him. How much more of a picture can you get? Think of the clothes of Jesus Christ. Remember in the garden after the fall? God was looking for Adam and Eve, and they were hiding. Why were they hiding? They were naked. They had sinned. 
God said, who told you you were naked? And God made a sacrifice for them and covered them. See, this is the same picture of Galatians 3.27. For all of you who are baptized into Christ, you have clothed yourself in Christ. God gave us a covering. He gave us a new set of clothes. It's Jesus Christ. He's covered our sins. He's covered the smell of our dirty clothes. So what do we do with old clothes? We take them off. Our scripture says to put them off. Lay them aside. Put them down. Lay them down. To stop doing what you're accustomed to doing. And the word is an action verb. Put on the new man. It means to take up or step into. When you put on Christ, you step into a new dimension. You step into a new reality. When you put on Christ, and when you clothe yourself with Christ, when you take off this old and say it stinks, I don't want it anymore, and you put on Christ, you step into a new power. You position yourself for change in your life. Are you ready for change in your life? Do you, are you ready to get what God has in store for you? As you change clothes every day, just know this, that his mercies are new every morning. And when you change those clothes and put on Christ, you're putting on the garments of praise. That you're putting on the whole armor of God. That you're putting on a new spirit. And if you're baptized in Christ, you're putting on him. You're putting on the garments of salvation, the scripture says, and the robes of righteousness. You've got to take off the old, change those clothes. Don't wear stinky clothes anymore. Look, if you're here today, and you, Pastor Ramona, she, she said it right up front. If you're here today and you don't know the Lord, today's your day. Like, are you sure it's my day? Are you sure you're talking to me? I'm talking to you. Yeah. If you haven't given your life to Christ, today is the day. If you're not walking and healing, today's your day. If you've got some old clothes that you just keep putting on and you know it, like maybe you didn't think about it before today, but ah, uh, I put those old clothes on. I, I don't want to wear them anymore. I want to wear the robes of righteousness of Jesus Christ. Today's your day. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you today that something as simple as taking off our old clothes, our old self, and putting on our new self, that all we have to do is change clothes. God, you've made that so easy for us with your son, Jesus Christ. You've made that so easy for us with a single door, single way, simple method, and that's to believe. Father, help us today to change our clothes. Help us today to put on the righteousness of Christ, the robes of salvation, the garments of praise. Help us to put on the whole armor of God. 
Help us, Father, as we put on your righteousness, that we realize that we walk into a new dimension, a new place, a new time, a new power, a new strength, a new understanding. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Just, let's just, can you be bold enough today to say, I gave my life to Jesus and I love him. Can you be bold enough to say that today? If you can, just raise your hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Come on, say it.